Hello, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Cesare Direct Marketing Podcast. I'm Stan Hall, and joining me today is Lauren Wayne. Lauren is the head of new business development for Cesare Direct. Lauren has decades of experience in selling all size businesses direct response and branding campaigns. He offers an informative look into what helps make a direct response marketing campaign successful for increasing sales and building brand. This episode is filled with great ideas and information, so make sure to take notes. I met up with Lauren in Midtown Manhattan. What attracted you to DR? Well, I can't say that I was specifically attracted to DR off the bat. I've been in sales all my life. And it started out uh, many years ago in terms of women's accessories uh, with some Fifth Avenue houses. And then I got involved with call centers. And from the call center, we actually had some DR direct response clients. So, so obviously you have years of experience in the industry. Yes. What specifically makes DR, direct response, such an advantageous form of advertising? What, what benefits that DR model? Well, a- anybody, if you just take a look at the, the two root words, direct response, it is direct. It's demanding a response. It's asking the viewer to actually make a decision. You just heard something, you saw something that you actually liked. The offer seemed compelling. Now it's get off your couch, make a phone call, go online. It used to be only phone calls. And go online. And uh, that's an action. And what it makes it so compelling is that it's all measurable from uh, right from the beginning. We're determining you know, the cost of the media, associating that with how much sales did that drive and the measurability of it. Did it make money? Did it reach the client's goals? And all of those things. So I would say it's the directness of it and the measurableness. And so looking at that, uh, obviously advertising is, is tailored to each individual product. Are, are there certain products or, or, like you're saying, services that excel in direct response? And, or are there a common thread that runs through successful campaigns that you can remember? Well, I would say there are a number of common threads because <clears throat> every client is really different and they have different goals. And we always had start our conversation with, tell me about your product, tell me about your service. What are your goals? Is it uh, to make a lot of money very quickly? Are you looking to build your brand where sales are important today, but it's branding over time? Uh, do you have a retail presence? Those are all very key things that we have to review and dive into. Um, so when kind of going back on it, when we talk about direct response and direct branding, you mentioned, you know, sales over time or sales now brand over time. How does direct response help branding? Uh, because you're actually showing your, your uh, product or your service in the very best light, specifically uh, geared to hit the demographic that you're after. Because if we're using TV, to a great degree, it could be national cable, which is very targeted towards your whatever demographic we want to hit. And then the level of frequency over time, because what you're doing is sustaining yourself on TV based on sales. And that frequency alone over time will help brand you. Let's talk about DRTV as a means of customer acquisition or the lead generation model. 
uh, <clears throat> often not thought about when you're talking advertising. How do those specific forms of businesses really blend themselves and do great in a DRTV format? Yeah, well, uh, for one thing, it costs 30 to 70% less for every, every spot that you buy. And that's the biggest thing, because we can return uh, on somebody's investment. If you're looking to just run traditional media at regular rates, uh, your return is gonna be, if any, very negligible. But when you can buy them like we do at 30% 30 to 70% off regular rates and still be within the time frame when your, your demographic is actually watching, that's where the biggest uh, value comes in. So a lot of companies think of it as inexpensive uh, media to be able to, that's still measurable, uh, that's uh, gonna give them return on the investment, or they think of it, you know what, for that 30 or 70%, I'm gonna be able to give myself significantly more frequency and get that extra reach and frequency that I didn't have before. Mm -hmm. Interesting, so when you're looking at potential new clients and looking to bring people into a DR campaign, uh, what are you looking for in that company's product or service that you think makes, will make them successful? Is, is there maybe one or three things that really stand out to you when scouring for new projects? Well, what I particularly try to look for, especially uh, with Cesari Direct, is if it's a product, it's typically going to be more of what I would call a higher price product where you need TV in order to explain what it does, how it's going to change that person's life, and build the value proposition. We've done very well with products like uh, Sonicare and Clarisonic and GoPro and Rug Doctor and George Foreman Grills. The, the common thread there is that every one of them were, at the time, uh, had new technology mm -hmm. and were definitely higher priced. So the consumer, in order to make that decision, needed to know much more about the product before they were able to make that buying decision. That's where we were able to help them. That's on the product side. And then there's the, on the other side, is a, a lead generation where you really, today, it's not so much on the phone lead, it's a matter of trying to drive somebody online so they do a form fill for whatever service it is that you're providing. Mm -hmm. So there are different KPIs for diff different uh, clients. Uh, there is no commonality in that. But if you're looking for profitability, uh, to be one of them, there are typical common threads common metrics that you might be, we could take a look at to see if it's viable that you even go on TV. Because TV is not an inexpensive medium, and uh, we want to make sure that the client, even though they have a great product, but if their margins don't allow it, it's better off if they try some other uh, media rather than TV. Yes, yeah, so, so talking about those margins, uh, on our end at Cesare, we use the pro forma model a lot, and why, you know, why is it, what does a pro forma give a client that they don't have before and what, uh, how important is a pro forma to building any successful campaign? I find it incredibly important and one that I've been uh, explaining to people since I uh, started with Cesare Direct. And we use a, a third party uh, consultant who's been in the industry for many, many years and is quite, he's really brilliant at putting pro formas together. So between uh, Paul, this uh, person, uh, Paul Rothstein and myself, we have a discovery call. 
what this underlying discovery actually does for the client and for us is allows us to start taking a deeper dive as to do they have the profitability to sustain themselves on TV? Uh, are, what th are their goals achievable based upon what we know can and can't work on TV? Uh, and so at the end of the day, what the client has is this spreadsheet, which might very well include a subscription service that's ongoing. We can review it based upon their offer, which we get involved in the offer development. So each offer might have its own pro forma. And what that does is help the client understand what we're projecting is gonna be the win for them or what it's gonna take. And we look at it as uh, we now understand what it's gonna take and based on our knowledge, do we think it can work? Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of clients also use this because I might be working with, let's say, a uh, head of marketing department. But that person may very well have to be respond uh, to uh, somebody higher than they are. Might be the CMO, might be the president. Just going to the president saying, gee whiz, I think I wanna do DRTV, is not a very good plan to sell, sell in uh, this very important channel. So the pro forma gives them the ability to be able to go to that next higher up or the board of directors and say, this is how much money it's going to cost. This is how much money we're expecting to get in return. And here is potentially the lift that we're gonna be seeing in all the existing marketing channels that we're currently operating in because we do have the ability to help in that analysis as well. And so, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Performa acts as essentially a roadmap to tell them what every step of the way is gonna cost and when it's profitable, right? Yes, absolutely, that's exactly what it does do. And it's not uh, a guaranteed roadmap, but you're talking to people who have a real vested interest to get as close to the hard numbers of what it's gonna really take because it benefits both the client as well as uh, Cesari Direct. The client, if the numbers don't pan out based upon what they're looking to achieve, it's much better that they spend a couple of thousand dollars today to do a pro forma and get that information than all of a sudden, two, three, four, five months down the road, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to learn what we could have learned from the pro forma. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, uh, as an agency, uh, we make money predominantly on an agency commission that's built into the media. So we're looking for clients that have the abilities to sustain themselves on TV profitably, reaching their specific KPIs, because the longer they stay on, the longer we have an opportunity to earn our income. Interesting. Uh, so, so let's kind of change uh, tracks here. Uh, we talked before you'd been in 20 plus years in, in the agency game. How does Cesare Direct compare to other agencies you've been and worked at, and, and what does Cesare Direct do well, um, specifically in that direct branding and the hybrid production model? Well, I was, I was drawn to uh, working with uh, Cesare, and specifically Rick Cesare, because having been in the direct response industry and attending so many different uh, uh, expos and events throughout the years, uh, there's been one commonality, and that is that Rick has an, a stellar uh, a position within the industry, and an industry that's not necessarily known for uh, honesty and integrity. 
He's just a great guy. And you can depend on that. You can take that to the bank. Uh, so that drew me definitely to him. Uh, the fact that we are full service. Uh, Rick and uh, Jane, our COO, are engaged uh, from the very first time that we start to discussing production, whether it's scripting, creative, production, right from the get-go, they've got their hands on every piece of creative that we turn out. It's wonderful working with people like that, and we have a great team be behind them. Uh, so we do that. We have a lot of knowledge internally to be able to help people, whether they need a call center, we know which call centers work and which ones don't based upon the particular product or service, or fulfillment. Uh, and we have uh, campaign managers to be able to manage that process because many of our c companies that actually come to us, they might really be either very small or very large in their particular field, but they don't necessarily have the hands-on experience to be able to run a direct response campaign themselves. So we actually uh, act as an extra set of hands, so to speak, for whatever particular uh, uh, piece of the puzzle that they are not able to provide, like fulfillment, a call center, or being able to negotiate those rates and agreements. Uh, and uh, w so w we have those skill sets internally to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. So those are all the things. Plus, of course, we have uh, a social media that we uh, do internally and uh, provide other digital media services. So it's very integrated, and we have the staff not, not only buys it, but also knows how to analyze it so it's optimized to whatever, uh, it, uh, I guess, return that the client is looking to achieve. So going back to uh, your, your previous point of how we've worked with really small companies to really large stories, it kind of jogs memory of a GoPro and, and the GoPro story. And you know, what kind of makes GoPro unique to our agency and how we've uh, kind of shepherded <coughs> it from being real small to a giant corporation now? Uh, sure, well, what's really great is that it fits a model. We did the same thing as I had mentioned previously with and I, I don't want to necessarily say the same ones over and over, but these are companies that had basically no brand. They were uh, fairly small, underfunded, didn't have particularly large marketing budgets, and we got them at a time where we could help them from the beginning, and that would be George Foreman Grill. Uh, Clara Sonic, uh, we brought them to the point that I believe it was L'Oreal uh, purchased them. Uh, Sonicare, uh, and as far as the GoPro, what's so wonderful about that is that uh, essentially uh, Rick, uh, Rick and uh, Tim uh, O'Brien, who used to work for Cesari for many years, uh, met Nick, uh, the CEO of GoPro, and he was actually selling some of his cameras out of the back of a van. I mean, that's what a, a true startup. But technologically, he had an amazing product. It was fairly expensive. So when we talked to him, we, uh, we uh, actually got to learn so much more about the product so that we could help build the value proposition from a consumer standpoint. What's gonna be, make that trigger in the mind that says, oh, $3.99, that's not a big deal, I'm gonna buy that. <clears throat> As opposed to, you know, always looking for the cheapest, we actually work with companies and we do a good job 
at building the value so that they can sell it as, at as high a price as they possibly can. And he started out, as I said, at those early stages in eight, I think it was seven years later, and uh, rang the bell on the stock exchange and became a billionaire. And to this day, we still buy all of their TV media. So, so we're very proud of that. Um, so so kind of going over, tag, uh, tagging back to your expertise in DR, what changes have you seen in the ad space over the years, and, and how has DR, um, how has the industry itself adapted, and, and more specifically, how, how has Cesare adapted? Well, there have been significant changes. It used to be when you were on TV, you could just about throw anything on there with a, with a cheap commercial, and almost you knew that you were going to have some level of success. I mean, it was just that easy. Uh, but things have gotten uh, considerably different. Uh, much more sophisticated. The analytics uh, around making effective buys has changed significantly. Uh, one of the things was that it used to be that every commercial that went on TV, whether it was a 30-second, uh, 60-second, a two-minute commercial, or the long-form infomercial at 28 and a half minutes, everyone had a, a toll-free 800 number on it. And uh, that is not the case any longer because so much of uh, the, uh, the sales and, uh, are actually happening online where somebody, or they use, they, they learn first about the product in the, from the commercial and then they go online to learn more and to make sure that they're talking about the same exact, what they saw on TV is what they're now looking at online. So a lot of those purchases have happened. The, uh, strategy to be able to optimize the media has gotten significantly better with all of the digital assets that we have at our disposal today. But there has been, but TV has uh, been, uh, has actually diversified in terms of the uh, massive amount of cable networks that there are out there today. So you're, as a buyer, as an organization that buys media, uh, it's, uh, there are many, many more opportunities, but the audiences within those opportunities typically are a little bit smaller. So it's, it's, it's a real chore, but one that we're totally up to, to be able to determine when a sale is made, what bucket are we gonna put it in? Was it Lifetime? You know, was it Disney Channel? Was it military? Whatever. So kind of talking about, you said uh, industry's going more towards a digital approach. Uh, has, how has social and digital marketing helped or, or hurt, perhaps, creating cost-effective TV campaigns? I think, uh, uh, I think all of it is very effective. I mean, when you take a look at social, and SEO, and SEM, all of those things are just, just other channels. But the one thing that where people have constantly saying TV is on its way out have been proven uh, wrong year after year after year. Uh, TV is still probably the biggest driver of interest in sales, not only through the typical uh, call center and online, but all the way down the funnel. If you're running social now, you're going to see an uptick in your Facebook. You're going to see an uptick in your YouTube. Whatever it is that you're currently doing, TV is going to make it that much better. And you can see that uh, by charts, uh, that we actually maintain, where as soon as the TV ad goes off, you can see a spike in all of the activity right down the whole uh, media chain. 
Uh, so if someone wants to get a, a hold of you, get in contact, what's the best way to learn, even if it's just to learn more about DR? Sure. <laughs> well, uh, certainly you can go online to www.cesaridirect.com. That's C-E-S-A-R-I direct.com. Or you can email me directly, uh, Lauren, L-O-R-E-N, at cesaridirect.com. Or feel free to, free to call me, 561-441-5248. Perfect. Thanks, Lauren. Thanks for uh, sitting down with us today. Oh, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. Well, thank you for joining us for another look into the world of direct branding. If you're interested in contacting Lauren, you can send an email to lauren at cesaridirect.com. For more great information on how to build your brand and grow your business, make sure to subscribe to the Cesaria Direct Marketing Podcast and follow us on all of Cesaria Direct's social media. If you have any questions, feel free to post them in the comments below, or if you want to contact us directly, drop us a line to contact us at cesaridirect.com. Our theme music was provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and licensed under the Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. From all of us here at Cesare Direct, thanks for listening. <laughs>